And we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 154, with Miss, uh, is it Raquel, actually? Raquel. Raquel, SSG. So is she really a Super Saiyan, or am I a Super Saiyan, or are we all Super Saiyans? Well, I don't really know at, the, at this moment, because Dragon Ball's going to be doing some interesting things that we'll talk about later on, but nice to meet you, nice ma'am. Nice to meet you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Just uh, chilling. Okay. So, uh, since this is your first time here, tell the audience something you would like them to know about yourself right out the gate. Uh, well, I'm a pop culture nerd. I love pop mm-hmm. culture stuff. I mm-hmm. like play video games. And I'm also a big anime fan. Um, been have uh, been have one for years, really, ever since um, uh, like the late 90s. Like uh, when... Um, Killer Moon, uh, the day of O, Gene Gundam, um, so, yeah, Dragon Ball Z. But you're a girl, actually. Yes, I am a female. <laughs> Wait a minute. They, but girls told me that all these shows were like misogynistic and stuff, you know? What? I, I don't <laughs> believe that. <laughs> What's also crazy is I told people this too. There were girls that liked this stuff. They weren't very open with it because that wasn't the thing to do then. But the ones that did like it in secret, they liked it just the way it was. They didn't need this like pandering bullshit that goes into the stuff now. You know, people right. just like the stuff just the way it is, actually. So let's start with, let's start with video games. We'll, we'll see anime for the second part of the show. How, what was the first video game you ever played or like console you ever had? My first console was SNES. Um, I played like The Lion King and, and Aladdin, mm-hmm. um, games like that. And then, um, had the Game Boy, uh, played the you know, uh, original Pokemon games like the red and blue oh, and yeah. yellow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I got uh, to the uh, PS2 and uh, been a PlayStation fan ever since then. PlayStation 2, that was probably, it's probably the best console oh, ever made. Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, the yeah. graphics just bring me back. Mm-hmm. I know they look really boxy and gimmicky, but you know. Oh looks, yeah, going back it, now and looking at it, it's yeah, like it, it's yeah. like astonishing how far we come since then, and mm-hmm. like like they're almost like uh, the graphics are like uh, almost like real life now. Yeah, you know what's weird is I remember when the PS3 first came out and how much money it cost. That thing cost like six hundred dollars initially up front. That was crazy, Ooh. you know. Yeah. So, are you you just been a PlayStation fan the entire time? Um. Yeah, I did. I yeah, I'm more of a PlayStation fan, but I do have an Xbox 360. But eh, it's okay. But I wasn't really a fan of that. So okay. Um, I'm more of a PlayStation kind of gal. Okay. So, what is also another part of your origin story? Did you have a easy-ish life growing up? Hard life? Yeah, military life. You had to bounce back. You had to bounce around a lot, actually. Um. Easy going, I guess, but mm-hmm. still having same amount of problems like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Um, moved a, um, somewhat a lot uh, with my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to see interesting places, like stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I got tired of that real quick. <laughs> 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 I'm just glad to you know stay where I am right now. Really. Mm-hmm. Because 
you I was checking out uh your uh YouTube channel and I was like, okay, me and her will we'll definitely get along, as you know, because you know, <laughs> big Dragon Ball Z fan myself. I remember oh, yeah. uh, you know, video games and Dragon Ball Z go hand in hand. Well, to be fair, I thought I'm a fan of like everything like pop culture wise, like movies, TV, anime, video games, manga, comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, streaming I- i'm such a fan of everything you know but there are days when you're a fan of this stuff and like you know you gotta pick and choose what your brain is gonna process that day because you're a fan of like everything so like some days i'll be all into like anime some days i'll into like dragon ball z and you know just oh lord there's so much to be a fan of in this space and you know like how things have gotten kind of considerably worse for a lot of this stuff now i still love it the same way as when i first discovered it all you know, I, I get a little angry when it's not good or they're not producing good quality storytelling or material, you know. Like, I'm not happy with the decisions that Dragon Ball is making right now, but I still love Dragon Ball for what it is, you know? Yeah, I, I still love Dragon Ball. I know some people are, like, saying with the upcoming Dragon Ball uh, Damia. Yeah. Or how, how, if you, that's how you pronounce I'm it. I'm pretty sure it's da- yeah, Damia. Damia. I thought it was Damia. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um... People were like saying, "Oh, it's Dragon Ball GT 2.0." I'm like, "Okay, I can see that," but at the same time, this is like from the manga creators' vision. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested. You no, know, where's this going to take us? Oh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So my thing with Dragon Ball is now okay. So well, we'll jump and then we'll come back. So. With Dragon Ball Superhero, I don't know. Did you watch that in theaters? Actually, uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero, yeah, with yes. Go, uh, with uh, Goku, yes. Kishida, so Piccolo, that, Gohan. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that movie made a lot of money. Like, people forget that movie. Like these Dragon Ball, like anime movies, have become this thing where they just make a good amount of money now. I mean, the Jujutsu Kaisen one, no, Demon Slayer one came out, made good money. Pretty sure Jujutsu Kaisen made one, made a good amount of money. Dragon Ball Super Broly came out, made. Well, that 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 just broke records actually, and Dragon Ball Super Superhero uh, made quite a bit of money actually. And I'm thinking here that Toei saw that, and they're like, you know what? Why would we continue Super as a show when we could just make a whole lot of money releasing a movie? You know? Right. But, I get they, that. Uh, yeah. Also, it, uh... I'm, I'm look at this right now, if you want a sec. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, a lot of people are like wondering wh- when is Dragon Ball Super TV show coming back? Like the manga is still ongoing. Uh, we're like you know we haven't really touched base on that for like a long while, and people are like wondering are we gonna pick up where we left off or or not? I'm, like I don't know, but I'm assuming so at some point. And I mean, like, right? Kind of like dumb to drop the ball at this point you know what i mean yeah so the movie or well, if you're counting by oh, japanese money or however they pronounce their currency 13.8 billion for like their currency but if, but if, if it's for us it's 102 million like worldwide right so mm-hmm. if this movie was made we know i mean we know it's toei and they haven't had the best animation for dragon ball super they probably made this movie for about 10 million budget wise maybe a little bit less if they're seeing the profit margins on that, even after everything's paid and done, they don't. They wouldn't really need to go and make a like another portion of Dragon Ball Superheroes um, seasons with Moro and Granola right now, when they could just obviously release movies, do it in one shot, one form, 
and then just make a whole bunch of money that way rather than you know hiring a staff to do those to do you know for the animated episodes like editors producers directors writers voice talent got to come in and get paid every day you know i, I hope they're not going to do that because you know, Dragon Ball's appeal is that it was on TV and you could watch it and you could experience the week-to-weakness of it, you know? Mm. But then again, with the movie release, if you're releasing a movie, like, every couple of years, you know, that's also going to have a big impact in the way of, like, well, you're not going to get it every week, and when you do get it, the amount of interest in it is going to be just insane through the roof because with Dragon Ball Super Broly, you know, that one just just shattered box office records actually. And I'm pretty sure they saw that because there's no reason why they shouldn't do the moral mm-hmm. arc TV wise. I mean, I'm going to ask you guys, if you guys haven't read the super manga. So li- literally after turn on power, if you want to continue super, just read the dragon Ball super manga. The moral arc begins at volume 13, 14 around there. You know, I guess if you enjoy reading manga, you could do that. And the moral arc is honestly the, the best arc of the show, like by far in a way, you know, the, it's the thing that clo- that feels closest to like Dragon Ball Z, in my opinion. And I hope if they ever do animate that arc, whether it be in a movie form or manga, or sorry, movie or TV anime form, hopefully the arc gets done justice. You know, because mm-hmm. that's really the only thing people like about Super is moral arcs outside of like the various transformations. You know, but mm-hmm. I, I know you. Did you like the moral arc actually? Um, I am a little bit behind on it. I hadn't watched the last. Um, arc on Dragon Ball Super, mm-hmm. taking my time with it really, uh, okay. but I'm enjoying it so far. Did you? Uh, so out of the Super movies, which which one was your favorite? Hmm, I have to say the Dragon Ball Super Broly one. I feel like that is their best one. You know, mm-hmm. when I was looking back at their fights and I was looking back back at the movie, the storytelling was. The pacing was good. The fights were great. It It's one of the few things that felt like Dragon Ball Z-ish for Super, actually, mm-hmm. you know? And I also remember going, like, oh, those other two movies, like, Balagaz is not... Balagaz and Resurrection F, those aren't, like, terrible, but they're not, like, great either. They're just, like, you know, meh. You know? They're, not, they're, they're like, all right at the end of the day, you know? So, uh, growing up, how did you discover Dragon Ball, actually, outside of Toonami? Um, well, I just going through the ch- uh, the TV channels one day. Mm-hmm. This is before um, <laughs> direct TV. This is yeah. like satellite TV. Oh, God. Uh, the way you, you know, I would just get, you know, the, nor- the morning newspaper comes in. I'll go in there, get the TV guide. T- uh, mm-hmm. Tells me what channel, what time. Oh, God, that's a throwback. Um, Holy crap. Yeah. Yep, 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 TV yep. guide magazine. Holy crap. Yeah. So, like, okay, pick the channel. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking through the channel, so I saw this show. It was different. It was different than what you saw from Batman or Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, this is like going in a different, different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and the moves they did, and like, well, like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And I found out it was uh, Dragon Ball Z was on Cartoon Network, and within Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. it was Toonami. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, in a program within a program, literally enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I fell in love with it. And you know, um, you stuck watch- with it throughout all these years, right? Everything. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Pretty much love with it, with it, and like you know, I thought it was just a cartoon at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I had no idea it was uh, known as an anime. I, mm-hmm. I watched other stuff about like Sailor Moon, Ronin mm-hmm. Warriors. Ronin mm-hmm. Warriors was my first mm-hmm. um, anime show that I watched before I got to mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Ball Z. Sailor Moon, Bubble Soup Gundam, G Gundam, uh, mm. Big O. Um, yeah, so uh, great shows like that. And I've been a fan ever since then. What is your favorite transformation from Dragon Ball Z? Oh, it's definitely had to be the classic Super Saiyan. Oh, when he first, Goku was first, was first Super Saiyan. That's a, people, that's a, that's a mm-hmm. big moment. Because... Mm-hmm. I remember like just seeing that for the first time. I was like, "What's going on here?" Because people forget, you know, growing up, you had to catch this stuff when it was live, and there wasn't like a only oh, a DVD player to watch the. No, no, no. if you, you had to catch yeah. it live, like yeah. I, after school, like at like three o'clock in the afternoon, I get on the bus, I get off the bus, I would literally um, run to my house. <laughs> yeah, so same here. Yeah, I wouldn't, so I wouldn't miss the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, same same thing. Uh, Dragon Ball Z would come on for me with Tsunami at I got up at three. Like, it would literally come on at four four p.m. PST for me. So I'd get off the bus immediately. Get down. Yep, I would immediately off, go, sit down, go to the glued. TV set <laughs> and watch the my we favorite so program, <laughs> and then I would do homework after. Yeah, I was, <laughs> and then uh, if my mom was watching something because this is when me, me and us, uh, my family, like our mom was like on the. It's like this apartment complex, and so basically, our grandma was kind of like. Oh, so let's just say I'm right here. She would be mm-hmm. like at the door over there. So if my mom was watching something and we couldn't change the channel because you hit us, you try to change the channel. We go to our grandma's house to watch uh, Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. So it's the channel 39, and I still remember when he first went Super Saiyan, and I was sort of going like, "Holy fuck, that just is cool as hell!" Actually. Yeah, like a oh, just Frieza, my, my, like, my little know, brain uh, couldn't comprehend it, you know. <laughs> I know, like, uh, people are saying you know, the fight between Goku and Frieza are like the longest, yeah. uh, fight ever. It's <laughs> spending yeah. several episodes, but I didn't mind. And yeah. then Frieza comes back, kills Krillin, and that's just such soft Goku right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like you know, like. Whoa, like they've been hinting it, like you know, yeah, but mentioned, yeah, he was pretty much hinting, like you know, there's something more to Goku that he Mm -hmm. hasn't really tapped into that potential Mm -hmm. yet. And Frieza pretty much like unlocked that potential, really. Yeah, I had the original Dragon Ball Z Broly movie, the the Toei animation one, and there was this interview with the curator Toriyama. And they asked him what was his favorite villain, and he said it was Frieza. Because mm-hmm. Frieza, outside of like Vegeta and Raditz and Nappa, Frieza was that original villain that Goku just really couldn't get past. You know, who for a drink? Kyle Ken didn't work. Spear Bomb didn't work. His time with the the Zenkai boost thing didn't work. You know, and Frieza really did essentially push him as hard as he could. Honestly, yeah, the um, time. Training with uh 400 times gravity or something like that, yeah, didn't work, yeah, or it wasn't 300 <laughs> or someone. No, Goku was 100, he, he only did it to max out of Vegeta, did 300, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, like nothing he did worked, and it was, and you and you still knew as a viewer, like Frieza is so much stronger. Like, it's like when I first started fighting when he came out of the, the hibernation capsule, wherever he was in, mm. and then when they were fighting, and Frieza's like, I've not even been trying. 
You're sort of going like, wait, he's bluffing. Because I initially, when I was watching the kill, I was like, he's bluffing. There's no way he wasn't trying. No, kind of funny. He really wasn't trying. <laughs> he's so much stronger. And I was sitting there going like, okay, they're probably really screwed right now. And then after, so my favorite transformation has always been um, when Vegeta first was Super Saiyan. I feel like mm-hmm. the moment's perfect. The the atmosphere is good. The pacing was great. And then it really felt good to finally see him do it because he was the first one to mention it. And just, you know, Chris Sabat's voice acting just just is so amazing after that. Because then what else is my favorite transformation? So Vegeta going Super Saiyan, that's my absolute favorite one. Um, I remember uh, he was off planet. He was yeah. trying. <laughs> Uh, I guess he was fighting his own demons, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, at one point, he had enough. He said he didn't care. He didn't care. And that's, you know. This is relatable to real life. At some point, you just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. And know? then it's just something just snapped, really. Yeah. That, that you know. Um, and yeah, that's been, that's been best Vegeta moments. Because, like, Fear Factor in at that time of the show, he went Super Saiyan. He had sex with Bulma. They had a kid, and then he beat up and destroyed Android 19, who defeated Goku. That, And then immediately afterwards, lost to a woman. <sighs> just, just how anime goes, people. This is how anime goes. Um, I know a lot of people say their favorite moment is when Trunks comes in, because it's just super unexpected that a guy from the future comes in and just slices up Frieza and also transforms into a Super Saiyan. No, mm-hmm. that, that moment is really great, too. That one was like, I was like who's this fucking? Who's this kid? I was watching going. Who's this guy? He just comes in, goes Super Saiyan, and then just like kills Frieza instantly. I was like, Vegeta was, really, was, <laughs> was not happy to see another Super Saiyan. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> even though he didn't know that was his own son. Yeah. That, that's even more ambition right there. It's like he didn't know that was his son, but just seeing someone else do it and he's not the second person to do it over Goku just like made him just go insane. I do believe Vegeta was stronger than Goku. Um, up until Cell went perfect, Super yeah, we, well, Super Vegeta, I would say. I think the 300 times gravity training really did push him over the edge. But I think after Goku gets out with Gohan, it's 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 a wrap there, you know. So I yeah, what, like what uh, art perfect, Dragon Ball, perfect Cell, Vegeta and Goku couldn't beat him. The only person who beat Perfect Cell was Gohan when he yeah because. Ever since the beginning, when he was just a little baby, there's been some kind of like untapped potential within Gohan. He's been, mm-hmm. you know, keep hinting it throughout the Dragon Ball Z, and we finally see um, mm-hmm. uh, when Battle with Perfect Cell, he yeah. taps into that un- mysterious potential mm-hmm. and ascends Super Saiyan or Super Saiyan Two, mm-hmm. and took down Perfect Cell um, somewhat effort. Effortlessly, really, with the Kamiya Kamiya Kamiya. Oh, for Gohan, yeah, and also during the fight, feel factor in Gohan could have just like easily had wrecked Cell, honestly. And mm-hmm. Cell also went, yeah, I also haven't been going as hard, so that that means because I, I know people said people are just some some people in this fandom are just like just not thinking clearly. They actually think Goku could have defeated Cell. I'm like, no, he literally knew he couldn't. No, <laughs> I, that's why you go, uh, Goku. Uh, pretty much sacrificed himself and brought um Cell to Ken Kai's planet. Yeah, like that was like Goku's in. last yeah. ditch effort right there. Like people factor in a uh, Cell, at least at least in the Japanese and English. But I remember him saying this: 
when he was he was fighting Super Saiyan 2 Gohan, he was like, I'm gonna go even farther in my power to stop you or some you know some villain bullshit they say so that means he wasn't even really going hard against goku either people that means that they're, they're, i mean the fight was cool but goku was not winning that you know mm-hmm. so ashu what was your favorite arc in dragon ball oh i definitely have to say um when goku and machita were squaring off each other for the first time oh the vegeta arc mm-hmm. actually no one gives that arc respect anymore. It's always Frieza, Cell, Boo, but who forget, Vegeta was the first villain they actually faced in the show, actually. Or it was Radis and then yeah. you know, Nappa. Right, the first main villain, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, man. That first arc hits so differently when you go back and look at it compared to like how everything, you know, progresses, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like Dragon Ball GT? Um, hit or mess with me, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest. What did you like about it, actually? Well, it was nice to see Goku again. Mm-hmm. It was, like, you know, nice to see him in kid form. You know, nostalgic reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, and see, like, you know, the continuation of the story, really. You know, mm-hmm. Fuchita has been somewhat settled down. Somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then... Uh, we get into the story about the uh, Dragon Balls. The Dragon Balls have been uh, being overused too much. They're full mm-hmm. of um, negative energy. They're brought to crack. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's a story about the uh, about the Tuffles. Yeah. Uh, you know that they uh, explained in there. Yeah, it, it was definitely had a, it had a mess with me, but I still enjoyed it regardless. Oh, yeah. and we did. Um, we got to see. Um, Android 17 to come back as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, uh, I also remember uh, Super Saiyan 4 transformation was good to look at for the first time. You know, the baby saga, I think, is the best one. And then after that, it'll probably be the Shadow Dragons. Because mm-hmm. I didn't really care for the Super 17 arc. I thought it was just really not good. Like the Shadow Dragon ones is hit or miss. It starts off really, it starts off slow, builds up, and then. Has has somewhat of a nice climax. I do think GT's ending is a bit better than the original Dragon Ball Z's. Feel like it's a lot more fulfilling for the audience who's you know spent their time watching the series up until that point. So you were around when they announced Dragon Ball Super, right? Dragon Ball Super around for you know I remember you you were around when they first announced Dragon Ball Super. I remember. Mm, Yeah. So. How do you feel about Dragon Ball Super now after we haven't had it for quite some time? Your feelings, you feel better about it now? Maybe it was better than you remember or it still is not as good? Still as good, really, in my opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did you like about it, actually? To see the, you know, going back to, the, you know, the Dragon Ball universe, see what the, you know, the characters are up to and stuff like mm-hmm. that. New adventures, like you know, never had occurred in my mind that we're gonna go to like God mode. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra Instinct is a uh, is a something. I will say that mm-hmm. Jiren is just a walking cheat code of a character. I still can't believe there was a character that existed like that. Yeah, and, uh, Wiz Spirus. Yeah, they're so fascinated by what Earth food and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like. You're making me y'all all, all hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's like 
your profile picture it was a uh, I was confusing. It's Califla, right? Uh, Kefla, yes. It's Kefla. a combination of two characters from Universe 6, I believe. Um, yeah. Kale and Khalifa, and they fusion each other and became Kefla. Hunt yeah. Him. That's my avatar. A female Super Saiyan. Yes, yeah. but without the monkey tail, though. Yeah. Oh, God. If you had told people years ago there'd be a female Super Saiyan, they would have called you crazy. They'd be like, what? That's for the boys, actually. You know? <laughs> um. So after that, what else is there? Oh, remember those original Dragon Ball Z movies? The one with, like, Turtles, Janemba, oh, yeah. Cooler? Which one of those did you like the most, actually? Oh. Um see here i would say the world the world's strongest i think oh that's the one with dr Wheelow. Mm-hmm. i haven't watched that in forever i think i've watched like twice i remember being very good actually oh yeah yeah definitely fond memories of that one oh a lot of people's favorite and mine too is, is the cool revenge of cooler is really good well, that's actually. good also as well yeah yeah, Revenge of Cooler really feels like it's an actual part of the. Well, I mean, I wish it would have been, but it's not canon. Hold on, quote, but that's yeah, what like, uh, I wish would have actually be canon, you know? Well, <laughs> uh, because the original, you know, the, the original three movies of Broly, they're considered non canon now. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's basically just the canon movies to the franchise is just the, the, the super ones, you know? Mm -hmm. Those, like, Z ones. It's weird because Dragon Ball doesn't really have canon outside of, like, the first manga books or whatever. And whatever mm -hmm. they, and whatever anime episodes they consider canon. Outside of the filler ones with, like, Garth Jr. roundly coming in for that. I, 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 the androids. At this point, I think Dragon Ball GT is also non-canon at this point. Because it takes place in a different timeline, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so weird because, mm -hmm. like, when I was a kid, I, I, I never knew that was like a lot, a lot of this Dragon Ball Z stuff for people that were like big problems for people. Th this stuff, as a kid, I did not notice until I got on the internet and started looking at like forums and a lot of other from people about Dragon Ball Z and like you know, Facebook chats, stuff like that. To be fair, to a certain extent, I can agree with this point. You do want to know as a viewer what you're consuming is worth your time because if right. it's not connected and you don't and you watch a product that you don't care about. I, that, that that that's how I take it from that point of view. But then again, it's also where it's like, yeah. it, it's, 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 the, the other point's kind of hard to make because it basically falls into the line of like, just take it and receive it, you know? Oh, you should just be cool with anything, even though it's not canon, just take it and receive it. It's like, well, no, I don't think you should, you know? It, it, it's a weird one because mm -hmm. let's say you watch something that you didn't know was canon and it was good. You're gonna be like, okay, it's cool. But if you watch something that wasn't canon and it's not good, that's just a waste of time, you know? Mm -hmm. But people don't understand, even, even in Dragon Ball Z, there's obviously an alternate timeline with, uh, you know, Goku dying of the heart virus and stuff like that. Yep. So it's that's how I've always taken Dragon Ball after Z ending is GT's just another alternate timeline. Super's in another alternate timeline. And whatever the new one is going to be, it's going to be in another alternate timeline. I think canon ends at Dragon Ball Z effectively for me, you know? I, I would my view it differently, but, you know, that's just right. me. Right. Like, I mean, and, you know, I still 
considered the three um, bio, uh, uh, no, not bio, but that's one of the third movies uh, mm -hmm. title. Um, I consider Bro the three movies of Broly my favorite. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I like, you know, talking about Super Broly as well, but I'm more of a fan of the original three, three I movies. Just, yeah. Um, I, I remember Bio Broly being the weakest of the three. Mm -hmm. I didn't hate number two, but Saul was a little slow. It, it, it takes a little bit to pick up. But when it gets to the part where Gohan is fighting Broly and they all have the the, the three, like, father-son Kamehameha, that was pretty mm -hmm. cool. And the, the thing that happens in that movie is mostly from the fans. The fans are like, did Gohan really turn Super Saiyan 2? And I was like, what? That's the biggest complaint of the movie? Because there's many more things you can complain about it, but I don't think he turned Super Saiyan 2 in that movie. Because Super Saiyan 2, you would have to actually go further to unlock. Because I remember in the Boo arc when Gohan is facing... What? what? I forget the pink guy's name. I always forget his name. Fuck. Boo? Uh, no, the uh, the Supreme Kai's friend. Supreme Kai's friend. Supreme Kai's friend who was wearing the orange uh, outfit. Oh, yes. Kibito. Um, Is it Kibito? I... Th I th Hold on, I think you're correct on that, but um, because when he was talking to that guy, he when it went Super Saiyan, then he had to physically unlock Super Saiyan 2. And in the second Broly movie, I never we never saw a moment where he physically unlocked Super Saiyan 2. That's why I don't know why that was such a weird thing for fans to see where, like, oh yeah, he didn't was he Super Saiyan 2 in that Broly? Movie? I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't really think he was, honestly. And even if he was, I don't think it would have made that big of a difference, honestly. You know, mm -hmm. fans are weird for this kind of anime. It, they're so weird. That's what I figured out. <laughs> like dubbed or subbed, and oh lord, what what's your uh, biggest um complaint with Dragon Ball fans actually? Complaint about the Dragon uh, about Dragon Ball fandom in general. Mm, can't really think of one really. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been a fan of it for for a long time. Um. I forgot to mention this. Um, when, well, when I was watching, you know, Dragon Ball Z, I loved the Rock the Dragon, the Rock the Dragon intro. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. and that would get like, get me pumped so uh, uh, and excited about the show. Um, in to, uh, all honesty, uh, yeah, I have all of the um, original VHS tapes from that no show. Way. No um, way. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, I don't. I, I like to get the DVD versions of it as well. Uh, Did you if, have those um, orange bricks? Hmm. Did you have those orange bricks? They used to be like these orange bricks. They used to release in like season form, like the. Mm -hmm. No. You have those? Okay. Hmm. Nope. I I don't really I don't really have any of those. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Because I remember people have to understand to get anime. To watch it on your TV, you have to go and buy the DVDs. <laughs> it's, right. Uh, I mean, back then, me. you know, um, I would just watch most of my anime shows on satellite TV. Mm -hmm. That changed. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, you know, that's when I would get by the DVDs. Mm -hmm. And then that changed also um, to the point now I'm like, I'm still buying my... Um, physical DVDs of anime, but also watching stuff online and, and stuff like that. Um, 
with um, Best Buy um, mm. just announcing they're discontinuing selling DVDs earlier earlier next year. Mm -hmm. um, people are like are, are like panicking, like we're slowly seeing the decline of physical uh, mm -hmm. media, and, and I'm like thinking maybe so, but I don't think so at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, to be honest. Uh, I I don't really think Best Buy be, is being really upfront as they are right now. Um, I think it's just a cover up, really. I saw um, you. I, I I know you're talking about. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's just like you know they're liquidating. I mean, the DVDs after store are too expensive. Mm -hmm. um, they're getting rid of that, so the only thing that they're gonna have is electronics and games. Not mm -hmm. enough people are going to go into that store. So, in my opinion, they're mm -hmm. slowly dying. It's not like like what they're saying, that physical media is slowly dying out. Mm -hmm. Maybe just a little bit, but I don't really think that much as they're claiming. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, in my opinion. You know, yeah, maybe physical media is slowly dying out. Maybe just a little bit, but not as much as Best Buy is claiming. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, it's still gonna be a, a, a be around. Maybe it's just gonna be a little harder to get. But you know, I don't really see physical media going out as like the dinosaurs, like VHS tapes <laughs> had. Uh, I don't really see that happening, really. Hmm. Because some of the positions you had, I have on two. Maybe maybe may a bit altered. So also, if you're watching, I have I heard the news about about this stuff, and I will have pre-recorded videos coming about it very soon. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if you've thought about, about, about this, but I have. I'm whole, hopefully, this thought may pass your mind. Do you think people really do buy this as much as they say they do? Fiscal media? Yeah, because what people will naturally do is that they'll say they're doing something because it's, like, the easiest thing to say or it's, like, the more, as they would call it, uh, what's the best way of saying it? It's, like... They'll say it because it's the nice thing to say, but in reality, they don't reflect it at all, you know? So I do believe people are buying physical media. I just don't think it's on the same level that people like to portray. Because if it was on the same level that people like to portray, then there wouldn't really be a need for these companies to feel the need to not sell them there, you know? Because if there was a huge demand there for it, for people to buy the physical media – that would be just bad on them to stop selling it because that means they're just losing out on all the money potentially to be made there, you know? But then again, it's a hard one to also judge against because people don't understand when it comes to business, there's to put things on a shelf that costs money too, because shelf space is a thing, you know, you right. have all these different categories. You have now you, now, now anime does have its own section, but back in the day, when I was going to Walmart, Best Buy's anime sections were like, you got a little small section here in the, yeah, I, like, I remember like going to my bookstore, you know, mm -hmm. it was just mostly comics and, and there's a yeah. little like book, sh uh, book section of anime. Mm -hmm. Now I'm seeing um, comics being pushed aside into another like shelf and mm -hmm. in the anime shelf is coming a lot more bigger. There's a lot mm -hmm. more people going to the manga section than going to the comic section. Because people don't really care about the rogue propaganda uh, crap in their comics. Right. And then I think 
it's another thing to me that says, are people really about the thing that they're saying? You know, because mm-hmm. I'm because pre- you're, you know, you've been around for a while. I, I'm pretty sure you got yeah. you, you you understand throughout life. People just lie about some shit because they're just. It's the same probably when you were a bit younger, being a poser. You know, I think a lot of people are just fake. I think a lot of people are just posers that just say they're about something when you can clearly tell they're not because th- that's just how i look at it and maybe i'm looking at it too much of a, of a business sense you know because i can't for the life of me would believe if this was such a big cash cow for like these big major corporate retailers that they would drop it if there's that much of a demand for it i'm not saying that there isn't demand i'm not saying there probably isn't people out there that really want to get it but it, it i don't think it's on the demand that people would like you to believe maybe maybe i'm crazy it- there's still a demand for physical media mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't really see going in the way of VHS tape tapes have gone. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Um, but uh, yeah, also there are is a, you know a demand for streaming services, uh, streaming services as well. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna see a little bit more of that, a little bit just a little bit less with physical media, but mm-hmm. it's still gonna be around. It's not gonna go like you know VHS tapes have gone. I, I really don't mm-hmm. see that going um, that way. It's still mm-hmm. going to be around and stuff like that. Like you're still going to get your physical media. Um, it's just like it's a, a different it's a different uh, balance between the two, and I feel like you know it's a uh, a bit off level, not by much, but just a tiny little bit. Mm-hmm. But I I, I definitely um, have to say people out there. Don't panic. You know, physical media is still going to be around. You're still getting mm-hmm. your DVDs and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so don't like panic and buy a, bought, bought a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me, you're still going to get your your physical media. Was that was that thing in the office where <laughs> I was like, everyone, calm down. Nothing's going. <laughs> Just reminds me of that so much when people do that. Mm-hmm. Oh God. It, and also, I remember Walmart outside of Best Buy because Best Buy announced the whole physical media section for like DVDs and stuff. Walmart announced another part to that, which was um, they're getting rid of like video games as well. Really? That's shocking. Yeah, that, that was part of it. I think one of them had that where they're also going to be getting potentially getting rid of like the video game section of like the physical media for selling the discs or whatever, you know? Well, uh, me and my friends were talking about this like a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look. So the PS1, the PS2, the PS3 are backwards compatible. The PS4 right. and the PS5 are unfortunately not. They'd be mm-hmm. more computerized in mm-hmm. a sense. Right. Um. So here's the problem mm-hmm. with the PS4 on its way out. Uh, Xbox 360 is pretty much done because mm-hmm. they have their servers shut down. Mm-hmm. Um. What does this mean for future consoles? Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, you know, for example, let's say you have, um, Batman Arkham Origins, so it's, uh, mm-hmm. or, you know, Batman Arkham City, mm-hmm. um, which is a PS4 game, and PS5 comes out, mm-hmm. um, do I have to rebuy a different version of the game that, you know, that will... Mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. supports and works with the PS5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, some games are going to be transferred digitally on the PS5. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm seeing, and it's going to be. I don't really see physical um, 
me itself being transferred to another council at the PS5. I don't like see like Arkham City being re-released in fiscal form for the PS5. I don't yeah, really that, see that yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more it's more likely it's going to be transferred digitally on the PS5. Um, I'm see we're seeing that I'm seeing that right now really. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, um digital media with games in that mm-hmm. regard is on the rise because mm-hmm. most of these companies like you know with games they're not gonna like re-release a ps4 game on a ps5 that's just too much money the, mm-hmm. the easiest way is just to transfer that game digitally right onto a ps5 console so two things i'll ask you and you're gonna know so what more than me because i haven't Last well, to be for the last game console I bought was a Switch, and I can't find it because I moved and I put it somewhere. So I'll probably end up rebuying a Switch. Mm. But you know, huh, fuck me, right? Huh, so okay, I'm sure you'll find it eventually. Hmm, maybe, maybe my cat took it. <laughs> <laughs> if that, but fellow- this is like this is the question now. Like you know, um. Mm-hmm. Are, like you know, with every new council coming out, do we like you know what's gonna happen to like oh. you know the physical games with uh. that council? Like you know, if like for example, Xbox 360 is shut shut down their servers. Like you I mean, that, so yeah. like you know, so that means online game, the f- online games for that uh, council are obsolete. Yeah, obsolete. You can't mm-hmm. play them, uh, regardless if you have the physical disc. Uh, Eventually, even the didn't they do it for the not the Xbox Series One X, the one before that? It's Xbox One, right? Uh, I I'm not really sure. I don't really keep up with the Xbox. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, well, d- d- discounting the name, d- I'm, I'm I imagine at some point they'll shut down the live service for that one too, because they're gonna. Cause that's what you said earlier. The companies are gonna naturally progress everything to their newest machine. You know? Yes. I don't know if there's still games getting released for the PS4. I'm pretty sure it's not. Yeah, because they didn't release Spider-Man 2 for the PS4. So I'm pretty sure whatever last game came out for the PS4 is that's it. Eventually, talking like probably five years from now, they'll discontinue service on the PS4. And yeah, that's like that's so that's like so what's gonna happen to like you know like right now, like the Xbox 360, like some games are online, they're not they're not gonna be right. more they're not gonna be playable. They're even if you have the physical Ooh. disc. Um mm. You know, uh, I'm sure like some of the three Xbox 360 games will be transferred to the new console digitally. But if you have the physical disc, that's not mm-hmm. going to be um, an be option yeah. to play on the new console because it's not going to be backwards compatible. It's gonna, this is also going to be the issue with the PlayStation as well, with the PS4 mm-hmm. and the PS5. So I definitely see. Like, you know, in the future, um, when you get the new console, a new console, they're digitally, not all games, I'm, I'm assuming, I would, I'm hoping all games, but I'm hoping that they would transfer digitally all games from the PS4 to the PS5. Same thing with mm-hmm. Xbox 360 to whatever version they have now. Um, yeah, because that's what I wanted to ask you, which is because you have a PS5, right? Yes, I have a PS5. Okay, so you mentioned you mentioned uh, Batman Arkham. Mm-hmm. Arkham had its remastered, right? They remastered the Arkham Asylum, City, and blah, 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 the other one, 
Arkham Knight. They didn't remaster Origins. So I think that's and that's the angle that I'll take this, which is do you think the only way for that because the only way for that to happen as well as what you said is to even though you have the physical dick the physical disc obsolete on other consoles and they shut down the live services, like let's say PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm. They would have to go out of their way to remaster those games because they remap they but the remastering is so tricky because they'll do it for games that just came out. Like people forget that's part of a PS4 game that came out not too long ago, like five years ago. That's not too long. It got a remaster in like less than two years. I'm like, why are we remastering games in less than two years? You know? So right. that's the only like, uh... way that you can really get to play these older games that you had on physical media is that the company just remasters them and lets you repurchase them again, even though you've already bought the game in the past, to play online for their new online service. Because well, what's the PlayStation Store service? The name again? Forgot the name of it. Fuck. Um, PlayStation, PlayStation Plus. Plus. Yeah. So that's the only way to play the older games in. They would remaster the older ones that you already paid money for because, you know, they're greedy, obviously, you know. Fucking mm-hmm. corporations, right? And then that's that that's the only way that I, I'm thinking of. That's the only way that is gonna be possible because it like like you said earlier, it's gonna take mm-hmm. way too much money to remake that game into a into the smaller, like you know, chip they have now for the games. You can't do that for the all the older games, it's too it's too big big of a library. So they just have to inherently remaster whatever older games that has a big fan base, put it on PlayStation Plus and sell it at a discount on us, obviously, or do one of those subscription prices. That um, Game Pass had actually, right? Like I, I'm definitely seeing in the future, like you know, I, I you know at some point in the future, like they're gonna shut down PS4. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still like you know, online games not gonna be your option to play on there. Um, you can still play. Uh, I don't know if you if you're gonna like really play. Uh, other games that are not online mm-hmm. on the PS4 because mm-hmm. the server's down. Um, yeah, I like, um, yeah, I, I definitely see, you know, digitally wise with the P- with the PlayStation and Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely see this uh, path going on. Um, mm. So at some point in the future, your PS4. Um, is basically going to become like a brick, <laughs> unfortunately. So the games you have for mm-hmm. uh, physical games you have for that mm-hmm. PS4 is just um, not going to work because their servers are, or servers going to be are going to be down right. at some point. I mean, I already seeing already. Mm-hmm. If you go to the PS5, um, they have some of the PS4 games digitally on there. Um, not mm-hmm. all, but some. Right, and more mm-hmm. time goes on. I see, like getting there, more PS4 games putting being put on there, um, which is great. But at the same time, like I mm-hmm. would like to like play um, a game that I have physically, um, not just digitally, because you know you can only have so much space free for all these games you play on a console, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing too, which is uh that to me that's just so greedy that to p- potentially they, we know we know they're going to do this, they always do. They're going to make you repurchase a game digitally, the game you already bought, mm-hmm. and then people know to download the game that takes up a lot of space. Now, to be fair, these yeah. these new consoles have a ton of ton 
of space. But if you're playing games the way you, they, that you're talking about, you know, that space mm-hmm. is going to get eaten up. Let's just be honest here. Yeah, like, I, like five I games a, will eat that up. Actually, I have an SSD card on that I installed into my PS5. Uh, it, it has like one terabyte um, on the uh, on the uh, SSD card, but um, yeah, like I said, you only can you know store so much games on in the SSD card and the console itself to the point you know it's clogged up. And you know, um, that's why I like I like my physical media because like I don't really have that problem. Um, right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, these companies are not going to really remaster a whole catalog of PS4s um, mm-hmm. and physical discs just for the PS5. They're just not just they're just not they're just not. It's a lot of money and and time to put into that yeah and let's be honest here they're only going to remaster games that have that other are cult classics yeah like or, red dead redemption right or games that have big fan bases they're not going to yep. remaster that one they're not going to gonna remaster the random games that you probably picked up and you had a blast with that's not happening no. they'll remaster games like ghost of, ghost of tsushima that, that's the name right right or Red Dead Redemption, or things like yeah. that. Like, it's yeah. Sony we're talking about here. Sony's not... <laughs> Sony's gonna be like, I have a big fan base, or you get no game. So, what, how, how, like, you know, so how gaming companies are going to combat this problem, then? Um, I don't uh, think they mind it, actually. I think they like the digital sales. I, I, I know they like the digital sales, but, you know, at the same time, if you're shutting down xbox 360 servers at some point ps4 mm-hmm. those physical discs and the digital stuff on there are not going to be um playable i don't think they uh, care they already got their money for you buying it initially mm-hmm. up front many years mm-hmm. ago so what their idea is i and i i would have to and i'll say this is something that i will say do know a little bit about because it's the same way that works in the company industry as well you, you said you're a fan of comic books too right uh i'm uh I- or manga, yes. right? Manga. I'm pretty much a fan of manga, anime. Um, yeah, I do so love. Like, I do like you know uh, DC and Marvel comics and stuff like that. Oh no, but, but um, this example will work then. So you know, uh, so like I, uh, yeah, go ahead. My my knowledge of that is very minimal um, because I'm more familiar with the TV shows and films, not really the comic oh. books. I mean, because mm-hmm. there's like. Decades, but <laughs> on decades of of stories and info that I, you know will take a lifetime to get to know. Oh, oh no! Because this example will work anyway. If even if you don't know, because like a uh, you know how like retailers would buy something from like the distributor that they ordered in advance from. Mm-hmm. So the distributor doesn't care if the stuff rots on your shelf. They already got their money. So that's right. kind of like the same idea. With Sony, so if you already bought a PS4, which came out in 2014, 2013, somewhere around there, right? I think, or 2015, they're already you, so they're probably factoring in how many years you played with that console and however many games you bought for that console anyway. So you already technically, I guess, in their eyes, got your money's worth. You yeah, know? like I already got your money's worth. You know, uh, they already got paid. They don't yeah, care I got anymore. Paid, mm-hmm. Don't really care anymore. Um, so yeah, I definitely see like some point 
Oh. No, and I, I I agree with you too. I, I I don't think it's smart to just no, it's not smart. shut down a live service with potentially a lot of people that are still there. Because but, like you yeah. can still play your games with the PS1, the PS2, and the PS3. That doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. with the with PS4 and the PS5 uh, right now. And it's really unfair to to the gamers who are really like like to play games and you know are a mm-hmm. fan of of these games too. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I have a, I have um, wasted my money to get this console, mm-hmm. and I got the physical discs. Um, mm-hmm. the, you know, the server's gonna be shut ch- shut down at some point. I can't play these games anymore. These physical discs are useless. So are it, so mm-hmm. is the PS4 console. Um, so yeah, like that. Tells me itself, the physical uh, media with um, counters are surely being died out for digital mm-hmm. games because of this um, remastered re-release issue. Yeah. Um, I see. That's why I see PC games are on the rise because they don't have to deal with this issue. You know. You know it's what true. I mean. Mm-hmm. Just go go on there. Oh, okay, I want to play a PS4 game. Just log on there, or you know, a PS2 game or something like that. They'll log on there. Um, you know, they don't really have to do anything. Yes, digitally, they don't have anything physical or anything like that. But digital wise, they can access older games like PS1 or anything current, um, like mm-hmm. the PS5. And I definitely see that taking off. Um, that's that's where I see it going. Uh, they'll just more, yeah. master digital angle. And the thing is, I I agree with you. I prefer the physical. You know, I remember growing up and going to the game store and or Walmart or getting the games physically, and like it means something that you were able to purchase it at the time for whatever console you could barely afford yourself. You know, and now because of the the labor costs that would probably go into making all those thousands of discs or whatever, I guess mm-hmm. they just don't see it as a worthwhile investment. Because people like if you make those discs that you're talking about. You gotta get the company involved they pay them a good price to make all these thousands of discs and you know i guess it's just easier on them to just say like hey we're making the game and we're just going to distribute it on each console in the servers and that's going to be way more cost effective in the long run so right you have ps5 did you buy spider-man 2 i haven't bought spider-man 2 yet um, so which game do you have on your ps5 Yep, it's on the ps5 but i haven't bought it yet oh sorry my bad i mean i would say what what, what what games do you have on your ps5 um, I have um Hogwarts Legacy and Gotham Knights that I'm continuing to uh, play okay. and hopefully finish sometime soon so I can get to <laughs> other games, but they're really long games. So, how, how do you like uh, Gotham Knights? I heard people were angry that it wasn't similar like the Arkham games for some reason, even though it's not supposed to be. Actually. Well, I think the main gripe is um, this is like probably after um most likely after batman arkham knight okay mm-hmm. batman is supposedly dead um he's no longer around so you're playing as um you get the shoes as playing nightwing red hood batgirl or robin right and i think it is multiplayer as well but i i, I might be wrong on this i don't think you can play as i don't i think i don't think you can multiplay with all four characters. I think it's only um, limited to two, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the main gripe of that is like, you know, Batman is not of the game. You can't play him in, in, 
in the game in Gotham Knights. I think that's the main gripe with it, really. It's just like a sidekick game. And Hogwarts Legacy, that was the uh, Harry Potter game. I remember mm-hmm. that there was massive controversy surrounding that game. Holy crap! I remember. Oh that. yeah, I, I, you know, I don't really pay attention to that stuff really. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I've been a fan of Harry Potter. You know, I love okay. Fantastic Beasts, and I also love, love this game. I mean, I remember playing the original P, um, original PlayStation um, Harry Potter game. Uh, I still have it, but I haven't played it in a very long time, and you know. Actually, seeing better graphics of uh, uh, you know of Harry Potter and mm-hmm. you know uh, getting just immersing yourself into that world. There's mm-hmm. like almost like open world um, kind of game. You could go to Hogwarts. You can go to Hogsmeade. Um, yeah, there's just, just a bunch of fun stuff. You can choose your own houses. You can mm-hmm. you can make your own wand. Uh, very fun game. Um, so if like, I would definitely recommend if you want to, you know, play this game, I I well, would do so. But also, at the yeah. same time, um, it is a very long game. Um, you have to do some challenges and stuff like that, as well as the storyline. So it's gonna, you know, uh, it's a huge uh, chunk of the game. Uh, you have to really be patient for because it can drag on for, for a long time hmm. and oh i know you're a fan of star wars also right yes i am a fan of star wars did you uh like ahsoka because that was the newest series that came out um i did like it but there's also there's stuff that you know i do agree there is like hit and misses within the series itself it's not mm-hmm. perfect. I have to give it like, mm, if I have to give it a, like a, a a rating, I would say, mm, I see three and a half stars out of five. Three and a half stars. Okay. Did you like? Because uh, I know Ahsoka. I checked out after Obi Wan. I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. Uh, so before Ahsoka was. Andor? No, Mandalorian Season 3. Did you like the Mandalorian seasons as a whole? Well, here's the thing. I haven't seen Mandalorian, Andor, um, okay. Obi-Wan. What's the other one? Um, I forget. So that was Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett. Thank you. I haven't seen those yet. Okay. You grew up with Star Wars, actually? Yes, I, I, I did grow up with Star Wars. Um, okay. I saw, like, you know, um, when I was a kid, I saw this feature... VHH. <laughs> VS. <laughs> Jeez, I'm getting tongue tied. Um, VHS tape um, that said Star Wars. I'm like, what's this? And it's, I think it said um, The Empire Strikes Back or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I put it in the VHS player. I'm like, holy cow. It's like. In space, it's adventure in space. I, you know, I loved it. I'm like, uh, and you know, I asked my dad, like, you know, is this the mm-hmm. only film? Because I want to check out more. <laughs> he said, mm-hmm. nope, there's two other films. And then, like, right, like, in, sometime after, that's when the prequels uh, came out. Like, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with uh, the origin of Anakin Skywalker. Right. Um, 
that's what I grew up with. And then uh, I was lucky enough to watch the Revenge of the Sith, I think, the third movie in theaters. That was fun. Uh, and uh, to see um, uh, Christian Hayden as uh, Anakin Skywalker again in the Silka series was nostalgic, really. Right. Um, I don't know what um, they have plans um, from here on out with Ahsoka. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to do a season two or not. I don't know. But uh, uh, I, I definitely see people are being worn out with um, Disney Star Wars. Yeah. Disney Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you like the, the sequel trilogy? Sequel trilogy. Which one? Is Force one? Awakens, Last Jedi, and uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I like I, I uh I, the first two Disney Star Wars films I liked. I haven't seen the last one, The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. I, I heard that that wasn't um heard that didn't do well. Um, <laughs> okay, and one of the last things I asked before we head out, which is uh, what are your top five games of all time? My top five games of all time. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well. Harry Potter game from the original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, 2000 Spider-Man, Entry Electro. Um, let's see, other two games. Um, what which I'm really enjoying uh, is uh, Fall Guys. Um, and the fifth one I'll have to give... Um, hmm, probably uh, Hogwarts Legacy, really. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. Because top, my goodness. Uh, oh, uh, with uh, with my top anime. Um, yeah. Definitely Dragon Ball, like mm-hmm. you know, franchise. Yeah. Um, second one will be Yu Yu Hakusho. That's a great. Yeah, it's a great um, show. Yeah. <laughs> one Piece. Uh, let's see. Um. Mm, fairy tale for one, mm-hmm. and what's the other one? Sailor Moon. No, actually, Warden Warriors. Dang, uh-huh. I remember growing up and I was watching Case Close. I was like, that show is so perfect. I love it so much. Isn't it still ongoing though? It still is. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> I feel like every episode is just. Oh, also, Football Alchemist. I think that show that one ages so well. Mm-hmm. I don't remember watching one Football Alchemist at all, but uh. Out the anime just ages so well. Well, they uh, they're remaking, I guess you could say, um, Rudy Kenshin, Trigun. Yes. Mm-hmm. What else? I'm, I, I think that's it. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, also with anime wise, I'm pretty excited with a, a sequel with Alita: The Battle Angel coming out. I thought that um, movie wise with anime, um, mm-hmm. that was done really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty iffy with live action anime because I don't really think it, it, it it's uh, done really well. So I'm really iffy with Netflix anime at that mm-hmm. uh, point as, as long as it is, is done well. But, um, so I'll be definitely be checking out the live action One Piece show um, mm-hmm. for sure. See uh, how I feel about that. Yeah, for me, I just uh, live action anime just doesn't hit for me. I, I don't mm-hmm. ever watch an anime and go, I would like a live action version of that. Because I think the beauty yeah. of anime is getting it in its intended 
medium. I never understood the live action like affinity for I don't anime. get it either. I don't really think don't it's get really, it. it really needed. It's just perfect as it's it so is. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Um, I don't get it. I, I for the life of me will never under understand the the random love that that attention needs for that. I think it just does the anime so no, much disservice for the live action. Dragon Ball Evolution, that was god-awful. That was a great movie. Peak cinema, right? <laughs> Not so much. I would only shut off the TV um, immediately in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, Goku never went to high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Goku in school. That's already the joke in and of itself, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Goku in school. Jesus Freaking Christ. No. Like, <laughs> did, did you read or, 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 or watch the anime before you did that movie? Honestly, not. They didn't. They, no. they did not. They wanted to have that approach of like, hey, we kind of did this good and we didn't have to read or watch the anime. Yeah, not everyone's going to have that. You know I'm saying? People, for people to get that lucky, you have to get like really lucky to like not do pretty much any research on a property to make a movie that's so good in and of itself that People go, you know what? That wasn't like the material, but that was a damn good movie. That doesn't I, happen for everything. I think, like right now, um, mm -hmm. like in terms of um, maybe like um, Marvel wise, yes. some of these creators um, have never really read or like uh, they admit it. Yeah, yeah they, they much admit it. Like they, they, uh, yeah, they, they yeah. they're not familiar with the story with Spider Man. They haven't never read it. They right, haven't done right. research about it. Mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a, a, a definitely no, a, a hefty research because it goes spends de decades and decades. So yeah, that's a major chunk of uh, research you mm -hmm. have to do. Mm -hmm. But the same t at the same time, you're not fans of it. So why are you creating this show? They have really have no idea well, about. You also have to ask yourself because, why is the studio hiring people that aren't fans either? You know, because like my friend has a point. Mm -hmm. The company who are like producing and creating their their shows they're they're not really doing it for the fans they're doing it for the for the company and and for the money mm -hmm. not really for the fans which is a shame mm -hmm. it shouldn't really be like that and and second of all you see marvel and dc doing so badly because they're catering to the propaganda crap which no one really gives two shits about I'm sorry. Uh, um, nobody just doesn't really. No one really cares. About, um, you know. Um, for example, hearing um, Batman or or Robin's sexual sexuality. Uh, okay, they're they're they don't really care about it. They they care about the characters themselves. Mm -hmm. the, the story of DC. Right. Same with the Marvel characters. They have they don't really care about sexuality with these characters, or who the sleep at night they really don't care about that mm -hmm. um they're more interested about you know these characters that they love uh since childhood you know they love the universe of it and they love these these characters they don't really give two shits about you know what their sexuality is right and you know people like you you just want escapism you know come on long day at work yeah you need I, your like, I, I i don't want to be freaking lectured about you know um political stuff uh, you know i don't want to yeah. be lectured like you know um what my sexuality should be or anything like that mm -hmm. like i don't really care i am here like to have fun and escape real world problems but nowadays real world problems are getting into our entertainment that really shouldn't be 
Yeah, like, uh, it's something that Chuck Dixon said in one of his shows with Eric that they were doing together. And I, I, I fully agree with him what, about it, which was, um, you know, people want to come to this stuff for escapism. They don't want a bunch of nonsense. They want well-crafted stories. That's all they mm-hmm. want. Yep. You do that, people will be like Fry from Futurama. Shut up and just take my money, you know? Just- right. what, what do you think anime is doing so well in the, the comics, at, like, t- in terms of DC and Marvel or not? That speaks well, from itself. That speaks from itself. Well, I'll, I'll ask you this, this too, which is, oh, I know I answer it too. Which is, like, when you're watching the Dragon Ball or just Dragon Ball Super, mm-hmm. whether it's good or not, doesn't matter. Nobody cares about Akira Toriyama's politics. No one cares about Ichira Oda's politics, even though people say he's a liberal. And I'm like, I don't give a flying fuck, honestly. No one cares about Masashi Kishimoto's, which is Naruto's creator's politics. No one cares about politics of these creators running these animes. All they care about is did Goku go Super Saiyan and fight someone? Right. You know? That's I don't, all that should no, I, I don't need you to know Goku's sexuality. I you don't. Know? And Goku does not have to have sex either, apparently. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really weird that... In anime, you have so many other great angles. And anime has its fair share of issues, too. I think people think the grass is always greener here, and it's obviously not. But there, there's other great angles here that are so, like, fan-relieving, if that's the best word to say. It. You know, mm-hmm. it's so alleviating knowing, hey, I don't got to go on Twitter and worry about Akira Toriyama posting about what fucking politics he's going to virtue still about today, you know? And even if he does, people still wouldn't care. Even if they did do it, they still wouldn't care. <laughs> You know, and that's such a good thing. You know, now it's, you know, bullshit is everywhere. And like you go to a movie theater and you watch a movie that doesn't have that shit in there. You're like, movies, Damn. TV show, video right. games. It's just mm-hmm. everywhere in Western entertainment now, unfortunately. And do I see this changing? Um, well, I, I'm, I'm guessing some people are starting to wake up to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe not fast enough, but they're starting to, which is a start. Um, but I don't really see it changing anytime soon, in my honest. Opinion. Yeah, there would have to be a massive overhaul. Kind of yeah. like you remember back to like 2017, 2016. Kind of it would have to be right. something as big as that for that for it to happen. You know, like right. everything changing. And I think they're gonna have to lose so much money for that to be a case for them. Like you remember growing up, movies didn't flop this way. No, I they're, never, they're just way yeah. not. I remember like no one really give it, you know. No one really, um, really give it like a damn about freaking pronouns, for example. Mm-hmm. They didn't give a freaking uh, uh, damn about political stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't give a damn about sexuality. None of it. Mm-hmm. None of it. Um, um, it was just like you know, creating good stories that fans, you know, friends love, the characters they love. Um, the escapism of the real world stuff. Now it's just, you know, real world stuff, um, you know, is being pushed down our throats and, and, and entertainment that we just want to enjoy and which is be constantly reminded, you know, now, like, you know, you're, right. you're going like, you know, to take this and you're going to like it kind of thing. Yeah, it's one of these things where... Uh... Cause you, you, I know you've seen. I know you do. You have, you have, you have a channel based on that stuff. Movies flopping and, and shows getting. We're talking like accolades that no one wants. No one wants accolades. Movie, of, oh, like old yeah. movies being remade that you know really shouldn't be remade. Like no, right, fine. Right. I would have loved to see like a uh, Beetlejuice too. Well, mm-hmm. I'm mistaken or anything about that, but 
I, I just feel like Hollywood itself is grasping for straws at this point. No, and, and I agree. And it's one of these things where it's like having accolades of like worst box office opening weekend of all time, worst gross of a franchise of all time, worst ratings of a series of all time. These aren't good things, right? I don't know where they – and then things There's like, like fail upwards. You know, like people – these people who failed get hired again. To fill in other projects, this didn't right. happen back in the day. If you filled in a project, a project back in the day, you're you're done. It's right. over. You know, right. there's no imagination. There's no story storytelling. There's no mm -hmm. structure right now in movies and TV shows itself, especially in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. um, I like. I do want to like see some kind of change, like in the future, maybe hopefully soon, that things are. Be put back in balance mm -hmm. as they should be. Mm -hmm. You know, I go back to good storytelling, you know, get rid of this, like, you know, propaganda stuff on entertainment that is not needed. Um, mm -hmm. And actually focus on what, what uh, entertainment right. and, uh, and escapism yeah, want really You just want escapism. Right. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, I started getting you on that tangent. You started going off. I was like, yeah, okay, I know I can get it out of her. I know I knew she's not the same <laughs> as me. You know, they told me as a man growing up, you got to get it out of the ladies. You got to start gnawing at their buttons a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I really do hope sometime in the future, real balance things out again. Like, you know, it actually... take a long time. I agree with you. It's going to happen, but it's going to be a hot minute for that ever happens again. Yeah, but uh, like you know, people are like starting to wake up to it. They're getting tired of it, you know. Like I definitely see it. You know, at some point there's going to be a change, but I don't think it's going to be anytime soon, unfortunately. Like they're going to have to lose record-breaking numbers for this to happen. Well, but, like, they're, they're, like they in have, terms of you know? DC and Marvel, it's already hurting their fan base. Right. Already, it's already hurting. The wallets. I mean, that was at, when I was a kid. Disney didn't own Star Wars or or Marvel right. or um or the Muppets. It was just, just Disney, and they were still doing two D animation. They don't do that anymore, which is uh, which is sad. Mm -hmm. Um, I there's definitely a lot of history, a, a lot of roots there that I believe there shouldn't be um forgotten or lost. I I definitely think they should continue it. Um, right. I do do I do love 3D animation. Um, don't get me wrong, um, but I also feel we shouldn't forget, you know, um, the love of 2D animation um, itself. Because um, I'm such a fan of it. A fan of it. I, I love anime, but I also love 2D anim uh, animation that is not anime. Mm -hmm. And I think and uh... most of these cartoons I'm seeing now are just like. This is bland, basic bland, storytelling. Too goofy. Um, like uh, that awful Thundercats roar animation was just so goofy, and like they would just look like balloon characters. Like this, I mean, okay, I, I could definitely see this for kids and stuff, right? But for other fans, older fans, they're just gonna look at like the look at it. So it's just like, okay, this is just just for you know, okay, it's for kids. Mm -hmm. It's not really for like fans. They're like you know for it's not really for Thunder Cat fans itself. It, like it, like yeah, what's the word? It's like Tumblr animation. 
Um, you know, oh, also, like, no, because I, I, I agree with what you said. I think it's, you know, as we were younger, when they had shows like that, they, they didn't pull, yeah, as a kid, you didn't understand the full ideas and themes, but you got what they were putting there. You know, they mm-hmm. didn't hold your hand through it. I think what you said is true. They try to hold your hand through everything. And it's like, that's gonna, that's so bad, honestly, for storytelling. Right. Like, I, I, like you know, even though I didn't like Thundercats for as like a Thundercats fan, I didn't like it, but I understand it's like more catered to kids, which is fine. Um, but I don't really believe like you know every every animation has to look like like a Tumblr um, kind of animation, mm-hmm. especially with games. Not like every um, game, like um, the upcoming mm-hmm. Harry Potter um, Quidditch game, um, the coming upcoming Apex. Apex game, their graphics look 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 like more like Fortnite, and like uh, I get it, it's a cheaper way because of the graphics, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, why do you just make up like a different animation for that game? Why why are you following? Just just saying, you're you're just telling people like you know mm-hmm. you don't have the drive. Or the imagination to do something different, right? Like, um, look, you're just look following what to the you're Rick, just Rick and Morty guy, you know, you're just following this trope, really. Mm-hmm. It's oh god, which ah. is like, which is neither good or bad. Mm-hmm. I, I think what really hurts storytelling from what these guys do now is not just mm-hmm. what I mentioned before, but I don't feel like the creators, the creators themselves, always try to hold themselves back. You know, and that's why people I, I know this is why they still like the South Park creators. They don't give a fuck. Either you like it or you don't. If you're offended, who cares? And if you aren't offended, keep watching. You know? Well, I, right. Well, I have a question for you. Um No, I can't um, can, no questions from women. I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. Um, are you Nominate. a bleach fan? Okay. Have you been hearing about um the actress for you Urishi? <sighs> I saw a video about that today. I, I didn't play it yet because I, I do the podcast. So apparently the fans didn't like the Yoruichi original voice actors coming back. And for what reason? Well, I, um, I've not heard of anything outside of that. So I, I listened to this YouTuber called Forever World. Um, mm-hmm. he, he does anime stuff. Um, so somehow this video did a whoopsie on their part. I don't know how. Don't ask me why. Um... <laughs> So instead of recasting Wendy Lee as Rishi, they got a different actress because of because uh, of her skin color. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So they recasted Rishi because the actress was had the same skin tone as Rishi. Oh. Um, and uh, <laughs> can't make this stuff up because 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 Wendy Lee mm-hmm. is she's a pale woman, mm-hmm. Caucasian like myself, yes. and she's in their words, re- um, not um, saying her and saying her her lane representing this uh, character, mm-hmm. and like that's so ridiculous, um, in my opinion. Um, if you're like auditioning for a character, mm-hmm. race, gender should not be such an issue 
for auditioning this character or auditioning a character. It doesn't have to be, um, like, like especially with voice acting. It's even yeah, more especially egregious. Especially with yeah. voice acting, does the person who's a, uh, auditioning for this role have to be the same race and gender to voice mm -hmm. this role? Absolutely, in my opinion, absolutely not. Um, mm -hmm. It just shouldn't matter if you're voicing if you're a white woman, you've, you're voicing um, a, a, like a African American person. Uh, uh, it should not matter race, gender. It should not matter uh, what um, voice uh, voice character or character from the movie UV that you've been casted as. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it's so ridiculous, in my opinion. Like, uh, like that guy from Family Guy, um, he got the role from Cleveland Brown taken away from him uh, because he had the, the because the actor who's portraying uh, Cleveland Brown have different skin color. Mm -hmm. And like, seriously, like, are we getting to this point that people? Yeah, yeah, you, skin you, color mm -hmm. can't audition or voice. You would think voice roles. acting would be way different than that. Like voice acting has that voice acting has its its pros and cons, and the pro of it is obviously it doesn't matter what you physically look like. I got people. Know, one of the most famous voice actors, Kevin Conroy, does not physically even its heyday never physically look like Batman. Okay, people, no, no, yeah, never. So what, what, what do you? What are your thoughts about this? Like. uh for voice acting, that that is the freedom that you can cast mm -hmm. pretty much just anyone as long as they're voice acting and making the character convincing. They right. should be keeping their role. I, I don't think there's a need to recast Ricci. I always remember hearing her, and I was like, okay, so it sounded like a honestly sound like a white woman, honestly. <laughs> right, like like um, like you know, so like the industry itself is saying like you know, okay. A white person can't voice act with an African American person. An African American can't voice uh, as a white person. Um, in my opinion, um, that's just ridiculous. Really, people who want to voice these characters should like be forced to, um, you know, audition or forced out of these roles because. They're not, you know, the right skin color or anything, or the right gender or anything like that. It's ridiculous, really, in my opinion. You know, as long as you you nail the role, you should have you should you know or uh, have that role, regardless of skin color, regardless of race or gender. Yeah, and I think people forget that's kind of the the beauty of voice acting is. Almost right. essentially being convinced of the actor or actress's voice without having to physically see them act. Right. It's just like now, like uh, it's like saying, like you better stay in your lane and voice a a, a person that's like your skin, your same mm -hmm. race and skin tone. Like, mm -hmm. what does this make any sense? You're uh, limiting. You're limiting these white actors to a very narrow margin. Mm -hmm. of what they can do and that's just not fair yeah and it's oh i hate all that stuff you know and i hope this is and you know as as you guys grow up more everyone knows this as you get older it's never just one time this happens this is gonna no. be a gateway into other bullshit actually yeah
But I will definitely look more into the story. I, I just saw a, f a few videos about it. I haven't had a chance to even, you know, listen to yet, but I hope it's not bad. I hope it was just an honest mistake, honestly. Well, but um, I don't know why, like, I, I, I am, like, I lost, really, because mm -hmm. Yorishi has been a uh, uh, character. Uh, Wendy Lee has been voicing Yorishi uh, for years, mm -hmm. and this somehow did a whoopsie to recast a different actress. I'm curious to see what the original voice actress is going to say now. This always leads into, into um, some drama. Like from what the YouTuber I watched uh, um, said, she's been uh, getting attacked on Twitter because she, uh, Wendy, feels like she um, uh, has uh, um, uh, the terms of uh, she owns that role. Oh, God. Uh, why? This is why people come to anime is for not this kind of drama. But no, guys, it, it happens. Yeah, like, uh, like a better term, she thinks she owns the uh, Rishi role. Yeah. Which, and, and, uh, yeah. And because she's been mm -hmm. voicing the character a long time. Mm -hmm. And it also comes into another angle of, you know, how did right. they go about telling her? Like, did they did she know in advance that she wasn't really going to be? go to Wishi anymore or was I don't it hey no it was just like somehow a whoopsie on Viz Minia's part that the theory cast a different actress mm -hmm. um was who I felt bad for the actress because she thought she was getting this role and uh and, and it was taken away from her um and mm -hmm. and uh when did Lee got the role back which is fine I mean mm -hmm. you know uh She's been uh, voicing the character for a long time, so she feels like she um, owns that role, which is perfectly fine. But at the same time, <laughs> I think it was just a, a major opa from on Viz Media's part. And I <laughs> thought it, it was shouldn't really happen. They've been to begin messing with. up. They've been messing up for a, a few big instances. The the Dragon Ball Z, uh, the Dragon Ball Super uh, situation between um. What's the Goku's voice actor's name? Sean Chamel and uh, there was someone else too. But yeah, Viz has been having some some issues actually. Ugh. Right. Hopefully, it's not infested with you know those people. Yeah, it was a it was just a unfortunate, complicated situation, really. Mm. Uh, so, like, did you ever watch Bleach actually? Um, the new season? No, I have not. Uh, but did yet. you watch like the older? Oh yeah, seasons? definitely. Yeah. You know what's crazy about Bleach is, I actually really liked it more as I grew up. Like when I was younger, I had the same opinions that I did of it, and then I, I was like changed them all. But I saw the series in a different light as I got older. I, I finally got to the to to the full extent what Taikuba was trying to get past the series, and also Bleach's openings and endings and just the, the, the music the openings endings and the score is like some of the best anime music i've ever heard honestly i still mm -hmm. go back every day and watch those openings and endings because they're just so good you can't even really pick like one because they're all just really good you know like in the comment section of the bleach intros we go like opening one two five whatever everyone's saying this is like the best one ever <laughs> they can't really you can't ever like mm -hmm. choose because it's so good oh so guys even if you don't like bleach Initial front that does a score. Just watch it for the music. The score is so good. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I know the main complaint for Naruto is like they had there's too much filler. 
Um, mm-hmm. I don't really mind it. Naruto, Narshapudin is good. Mm-hmm. Um, Boruto is uh, somewhat good. Um, but I really haven't really kept up on it. Um, really, I've been watching other um, anime shows like um, Hulk and Kenden, Kengen Ashura. Something, I think I got the, t- uh, if that's the name mm-hmm. right. Um, been watching um, that. like other shows i need to um mm-hmm. watch that i haven't really got to yet <laughs> yeah for naruto uh you know i grew up watching naruto i remember every week it coming mm-hmm. on for man i remember to get to a new episode a few years tanami would basically re like play a bunch of reruns an entire day up to like 12 o'clock at night to see a new episode of it man this was I remember, like, you know, uh, like I said, like, I watched within Cartoon Network that they had Toonami. Now, at some point in the line, they changed that within Cartoon Network. There's Adult Swim, and within Adult Swim, it's <laughs> Toonami. Mm-hmm. So, in the network, within a program, within a program, within a program. Yeah. It's a little bit confusing. <laughs> I, I don't really... um, And then, um, at some point, I think it was, like, 2012, Toonami... Um, either went bankrupt or was just like signed mm-hmm. off for a bit. Um, I was disappointed to hear that. And um, I was still like, wa- you know, watching anime on-, on DVDs and then it came back, but that was, at, um, oh, I don't know when uh, it came back. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be getting the years wrong. Um, when did Toonami come uh, back? No. Uh, you know what? It was off. God, I remember it shutting off around 2007, 2008. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah. 2000, that's what I meant. 2007, it came back in 2012. Somewhere like that. Yeah. Yeah. So when it came back in 2012, um, I was more uh, watching anime online, uh, a little bit less on DVD, mm-hmm. and so I was really. And plus, I I don't really watch cable anymore. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't really, when it came back, I wasn't really watching cable anymore. So I don't really watch Toonami, um, nowadays. Um, but the last time I saw it, you know, Tom, last time I went to a friend's house because their parents still have cable because his mom runs a daycare. We were over there one night just hanging out for a little bit. They had Toonami on for a little bit. And I was like, why is this people were receiving my mind? Nostalgia was there. You know, it's still Tom talking shit. And then it's just, it's a literally the exact same thing, mm-hmm. you know? But like, they'll have like Dragon Ball uh, first or second. And they have, Nar- they have Borto now. And then I think it's One Piece going on. And those were the, things, those were the only shows that I saw that I remember. It was one, it was like, one Piece, Naruto, then uh, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Super, actually. I'm pretty sure it's still playing reruns of the same shit. And that's good that they're on now, but, you know, growing up, that, that was like my life, you know, Toonami. God, like Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Saturdays is all Toonami. Like, all day was probably just Cartoon Network. You know, from the morning all the way to, like, the end of the night, actually. I don't know what the schedule is now uh, on yeah. there. Um, to be honest, I, I wouldn't really know. Hmm. Yeah, because also we're like old and we're like have jobs. We're not really sitting at home watching cartoons on Saturday. I wish that was my life. I wish honestly, maybe if I made like a buttload of money doing content creation, that 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 could be a thing. But uh, we'll be heading out of here. Uh, last thing I want to ask you, actually, is mm-hmm. um, any special shout outs you want to give to anyone in particular, and anything else you want to do before we head out? Actually, 
Hey, um, special, uh, special shout-outs. Uh, yes, um, shout-out to, uh, my, uh, my girlfriend, Maura Kitty. Um, she mm -hmm. watches silent films on her, um, main channel, uh, and stuff like that. Um, also a shout-out to, uh, Apion. Um, he, he plays video games, and mm -hmm. last time I was on there, we were talking about, like, uh, the movie Hocus Pocus. Oh, what's uh, a throwback. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, um, what's coming up on my channel, on my main channel, mm -hmm. um, I might do a review of One Piece and the Santa Clauses starting Tim Allen in Season 2. Um, also, uh, my gaming channel, I mean, I'm continuing playing Gotham Knights and Harvest Legacy. Um, I'm enjoying it at the same time. I... Uh, trying to finish it so I can get to other games as well. Um, oh, I forgot. Um, also, um, our Halloween on my main channel, I'll be doing a Halloween costume party um, kind of hangout. So uh, it'll definitely be fun. Um, mm -hmm. uh, co a costume is preferred, but uh, but optional. Uh, definitely be fun. So I can't come in my birthday suit, can I? <laughs> all the well, older ladies on your stream are going to be like, oh my god, child! And they're going to all pass out. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, but no guys i can't do that because then i get banned off of youtube you can't have uh, that yeah you know oh imagine getting banned for looking for looking good imagine that mm. <laughs> what do you get banned using for looking good what tell anybody that they're not gonna believe you um yeah you know oh, god halloween is next tuesday right uh it's today's 24th so. so yes next tuesday Oh, it's almost here, you know? It's I, almost here. I love Halloween. Um, my favorite holiday. My favorite holiday, too, but very brief. Like, once Halloween's over, it's going to be, like, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, almost immediately. Um, Where do you want to, like, put my uh, channel links? Oh, I'll do that right now, actually. Uh, I'll put that in the Twitch chat, and then I'll put it in the Rumble chat as well. Let me go to your Twitter page. I already have them copied. I'm just copy and paste. Yeah. Uh, do you have my gaming channel as well? Are yes. You... Got it okay. right here. Hmm. She's already coming to start making demands. I like it. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, how just, women are. Just, just. <laughs> a, I was just a question. Like, uh, I wasn't sure if you have it. No, it's fine. You're fine. Uh, and you're also on Rumble too, aren't you? Yes, I am on Rumble. Um, I haven't been there. Um, on there. Uh, too much. I like. I totally forgot when I did my last live stream recently. I totally forgot to uh, um, do Rumble on there. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish Streamyard, like you know, would have like an automatic link to Rumble instead of like. Manually, yeah, they're working on that apparently. Because manually, now have, yeah. um, mm -hmm. putting the stream key in. Mm -hmm. I I tend to forget that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because now. Um, you have to do, you know, the stream key and all that stuff. I hope there's a way for them to integrate, uh, you know, putting, a, you have a place where you can just go to Rumble without having to do a stream key. It's like, that's, yeah. you know, what, what is it, like 2013? Like, what? <laughs> you know, the same thing with Kick 2. No, I, same thing you think with Rumble, which I agree with, is mm -hmm. the same thing with uh, Kick as well. Like, Kick should be integrated in StreamYard. There's no reason why it shouldn't be. You know, kick as well, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like if uh, I'll be honest with anyone here, uh, if they if they integrated kick to Streamyard, I'm probably not streaming on Twitch anymore. 
just being honest here. I think Kicking's like 10 to just 10 times better, honestly. I'd rather just build there, you know. Uh, on Twitch, I could find just OnlyFans girls, actually. You know, Amaranth will keep me satisfied, right, people? No? Okay, that's how it goes. <laughs> Michael just probably gonna give me a oh, he just told me L. Oh, thank you. That's what my viewers do. They just tell me L. Um, but yeah, it was great having you on for the first time. It was mm -hmm. uh nice Thanks talking to you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, as women always say in my life, they're never coming back. So if I never see you again, then <laughs> oh well, god. Well, if you want to like talk about like anime stuff, and then you know, hit me up on um, you have like like uh, I don't know, Discord or Instagram. Yeah, or yeah. Okay. All right, everyone. Uh, we'll be back live again in about like. 45 minutes because we got to do our uh, our main show actually tonight. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. And we'll see you guys later. Have